Hey, hey, welcome back to Mamas Have Special Needs 2. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston, and this is episode 128, Acceptance Part 4. Welcome to the Mamas Have Special Needs 2 podcast, where we are learning to thrive in and enjoy our lives again. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Let's go. All right, everybody. So let's talk about what to do after you have gone through the acceptance process, right? If you want to understand what that process is, I recommend listening to acceptance part one and part two. Incorporating grief into that is, is in processing grief is really great. So I would invite you to listen to acceptance part three. And those are all just the three episodes previous to this one. And, um, Yes, check it out. Acceptance has been a huge, um, ah, huge relief. It's been one of the best things I've done. I mean, maybe that sounds a little dramatic, but I would say it's brought me a lot of peace and confidence, and those things have been really valuable in uh, in my life and the different phases I've been through and the different things that have come into my life that I have learned how to integrate into my life. And without acceptance, I could not have done those things and I could not have moved on and moved up essentially. So then I thought I'd just put this in here because it's like the, like at the end of the story, it's like, and they lived happily ever after. And it's like, well, actually, you know, maybe it's not all, you know, sunshine and rainbows and daisies. So if it's not, you know, what do we do right now? Here's what I've noticed. After you've been through your initial process of acceptance, it really is about maintenance. That's what it's about because things surface and we relapse. And sometimes some situations are easier to handle than others and others just like rip the rug out from under us and we feel like we have to start all over again. But once you have done this process enough, it it becomes easy to transpose that onto different situations in your life. And you can find that you can accept more things that are outside of your control easier when you have already learned what the process of acceptance is. And you not just learned it, but have done it. So maintenance, meaning you want to go back to the first, second, third episodes of of acceptance and just kind of do those things again. Other things on top of that really is like, get a move on. Like acceptance is an amazing springboard to change your life, to pursue new goals. So for me, as soon as I was in acceptance of where my kids were and where they are, the uh, therapy plans that I was making, the diet plans that I was making, the potty training plans that I was making, the type of help that I was seeking for really shifted. It really shifted because I wasn't, um, I wasn't incorporating something that wasn't real. You know, I was only incorporating what was factual as, as, as was useful. And, and there are probably some of you out here that are like, yeah, of course, that's like, obviously you don't, you know, that's what you do. But I'm telling you, that's not, that's not how it works for everybody. Obviously that's not how it was for me because there is this like, just hope when it comes to your kids that, that, um, you know, they will, 
that maybe this is just a phase or maybe they'll grow out of it or maybe the doctors were wrong or something like that. And so kind of living in that headspace can keep you from taking action on what is actually happening right now because you're hoping, you're, you're living in the world of, of a, a useless hope, right? There's, there's useful hope, but that one is just, it's, it's useless. Okay. So you, you, you get a move on, you make new plans. You, you can, you can start to take action because you're not so bogged down by fighting with reality, right? And that's really what acceptance does is it frees you from false reality. It it helps you get in, in contact with what is real. So once you're there, what you'll notice is that you will, your brain will want to jump back to the way you were thinking previously, the way you were thinking before acceptance. So you will need to redirect your thoughts often. And what I often did is I would have a thought that'd be like, well, wait, what about this? And I'd move back into not having acceptance for where I currently was or my kids were. And I would renegotiate the terms in my mind almost every time. And that is a time suck. It's an energy suck. So I highly recommend you just redirect your thoughts. Once you have come to the place, you're like, no, this is where my kids are. Yes, maybe I'm sad this is where they are. Yes, maybe I hope that they, they were developed more or developed in a different way. Don't just don't go there. Don't go, don't go to that place. Just go, this is where we're at. This is where we're at. This is where we're at. And that's literally what I do is just repeat it. This is where we're at right now, and that's okay. Or this is where we're at right now. I'm really not okay with it, but this is just where we're at. So this is what I have to work with. So now what? Now what? Where are we going from here? And it saves you so much time, so much energy, and which you need desperately. So it's a really good time, energy, life-saving hack. Redirect those thoughts and just don't dabble in what you can't change. All right, the next thing is to engage with meaningful suffering voluntarily in pursuit of the thing that you desire. So for example, I desire to communicate better with my children. It is not fun. It's frustrating. It's a struggle. They're frustrated. I'm frustrated. We both want to give up and we're both, you know, we both want to throw a fit, but I got to hold it together, right? Because they need me to. I need me to, because we got to figure this out. We're going to suffer together, but it's going to be meaningful because we're working towards something. We're working towards a connection, towards communication with each other. So I am going to meaningfully, I'm going to intentionally engage in this kind of struggle, right? Engaging in an argument with reality is suffering, but it's useless. Another part of maintenance for me is reminding myself to accept that life is 50-50. Life really is 50% suffering, 50% you know, happiness, pleasure, success, whatever that other 50% is, right? Positive, negative. And to understand that this is normal, it's okay, nothing has gone wrong here. To understand that when the days are hard, it's okay. When the days are great, it's okay. Like It's 50-50. Nothing's gone wrong. I can keep pursuing my goal tomorrow. Well, no, actually, I can keep pursuing my goal today, even if it's been a bad day and I'll have a new day tomorrow. And maybe tomorrow it'll be a little bit better, right? But you don't have to give up. And that's the thing is like, I went through this process of 
accepting where I was, accepting where I'd been, making a plan for the future, and then having one awful day and throwing my hands up and be like, oh my gosh, we will just never be able to communicate with each other. Absolutely not. It will never happen, right? And what has helped me with that is being like, okay, this is just one day. Say, for example, it's one day out of 100 days or one day out of my entire life. Half of my days will probably end this way, feeling this this negativity. And it doesn't mean I'm giving up. It doesn't mean anything. It's just how it goes sometimes. So just lifting that heaviness of a bad day and, and evening it out across time and not making any rash decisions because I had a bad day, right? Acceptance that life is 50-50. Super helpful in maintaining that acceptance. Another thing is accepting some very specific things, very specific things that are hard for you. So for example, things that detour, deter you. Accepting that about yourself is very helpful when you are looking to pursue something hard, right? Like communicating with your children, getting a specific therapy or insurance, or, you know, even if it's stuff regarding yourself, accepting that there are things that really trip you up when you're trying to do something hard. And that can be just, this is hard. And so you're tempted to quit or you don't like suffering. You don't like discomfort. You don't like pain. What has helped me to overcome these blocks is accepting that suffering and sacrifice are a part of life and that suffering and sacrifice are the price of achieving a goal in the future, right? And when I say, when I'm talking about achieving a goal in the future, I also incorporate into that. It's not just me, right? But my children's developmental milestones, right? Because they become goals, right? That's what we put on their IEPs. That's what we talk about with their doctors. They're those developmental goals. And so part of the process of getting there is sacrifice of time and energy and doing other things you'd rather do to be with your child. or And the same thing for your child. Instead of sitting down and watching their, their iPad or their tablet, you're having them get up and they're going to complain. There's going to be suffering. There's going to be sacrifice. And this is the way of it. It is the way. It's not to be avoided in order to achieve something great. And the truth is, I really still don't want to accept it. I don't, like, I don't want to accept that suffering and sacrifice is a part of it. I don't like how it feels. I don't want to engage with it on a regular basis. But it is what is. And accepting that that's there actually feels very empowering and it keeps me going and it maintains the hard work that I've done in accepting where my life is and where it's at, where my children's life is and where it's at. And now I can strategize well to not only progress, but enjoy where I'm at. All right, let me know if you've had any other thoughts come to you about what to do to maintain acceptance after you have gone through that initial acceptance process of your life and where you're at, or just a hard thing you've had a hard time accepting, a hard life circumstance when you've accepted it. Let me know what your thoughts are on maintaining it. All right, that's all I got for you today. Until next time, take care. Hey mamas, listen, you can create the life and relationships you want as a mother raising children with special needs, and I can show you how. We can hop on a free Zoom call and talk about what you need, what you want, and what I have to offer. 
no pressure, and it'll be super fun to chat and connect. So send me a message on my Instagram, mamas have special needs too. The link's below and let's hop on a call.